0: If you only smoke cigarettes while you're blackout drunk, are you really a smoker? Coming up today on the Anti-Woke Podcast. So my one Twitter follower was uh, talking to me. I said his name wrong the other day. His name is Center Looking Out. But he was uh, DMing me or whatever the cool kids say, and he was talking about smoking cigarettes. And I figured... I used to smoke cigarettes, uh, and I figured I'd make a podcast about that. So obviously, I'm a unusual individual. Um, no one I know has a podcast to start with, so I'm I'm different right there. But the way I started smoking was weird, too. Like, you know, I gotta... Most of my friends don't smoke anymore. Um, my one good friend who still smokes, like, he started when he was, I don't know, what, 12 or 12 to 14, somewhere in that range. That's also when he first became a father. But there's definitely something I've noticed, that the earlier you start smoking, the more likely you are to still be a smoker. Like, I have another close friend, uh, and he still smokes today, but he does it very, very occasionally. And he didn't probably start till he was, like, 35, and, you know, he'll maybe have a couple cigarettes a week. And he's been doing that for years, and anyways, I, you know, if I had, well, I'll tell you what would happen to me in a second. <laughs> but I guess, what would I say about that? Like, you know... If you're 80, I mean, start smoking. Who the hell cares, you know? I mean, if you could afford it, start smoking. Maybe even if you're, I don't know, if you're 70. If you're 70, you might still be able to kill yourself in time. But if you're 80, man, just start ordering cartons online of, uh, I, I recommend Marlboro Red. That's what I used to like. But the way I started, this is about, you know, when I was about maybe, I started when I was like 20, about 20, I'm not sure. About 20 years old, and the people I was hanging out with and partying and drinking beer with, A lot of them were smokers. And so I had one particular buddy that I hung out with a lot, and I would just bum cigarettes off of him. And, you know, that's a pretty normal story. Starting at 20 is a little late, but that's a pretty normal story. But here's here's where, you know, my... uh, I think I might be on the spectrum or whatever. Here's where... Or I'm a nerd. Let's just say I'm a nerd. Here's where me being a nerd... I don't think anyone else in the history of the planet has ever done this. But so I borrowed... Or whatever, I bummed cigarettes off this guy, and I did it a lot. I did it a lot, and I did it for a long time. And that part's normal. I mean, especially, like, you know, if a girl is bumming cigarettes off a boy, and the boy is in her pants or trying to get in her pants, then, you know, that could go on for years. But anyways, I bummed cigarettes off my buddy for a long time, and eventually I was like, you know what? I'm really just a smoker at this point. So I went and bought a carton of Marlboro Reds, which is ten packs, and I gave it to him. And I said, okay, I guess I'm going to start buying my own cigarettes. And here's a carton of cigarettes to pay you back. Thanks, man. And I don't know, I think I had done some rough math. So I probably had only borrowed, you know, bummed, you know, seven to nine packs off of him. So there was, a, there was an extra pack or two in there for, uh, as thanks. And so I smoked for a while, uh... You know, I quit. Sometimes I would quit. Like I have, I don't know, maybe three times that I quit for over a year. You know, sometimes for years. But uh, if I ever had a cigarette... You know, if I just had basically, like right now... If I had one cigarette, then i just go right back to smoking a pack a day. Which sucks, because that means I can't have one cigarette. Like, I would love to have... Like, right now. Right now. I don't care. Or, you know, you could wake me up in the middle of the night and be like... If you smoke a cigarette right now... You won't go back to smoking, and I'd be like, okay, well then let me smoke that cigarette. But I can't have just one. Which has made me think, like, every once in a while, uh, very rarely, listener, however often you think it is, it's rarer than that, or else I'm lying. It's one of the two, but uh, sometimes I get blackout drunk. Like, you know, in my 50 years of life, I've gotten blackout drunk more than zero times. And so, what I wonder is, like, if I was completely blackout drunk, you know what I mean? I'm on my feet, but the lights, you know, the lights are on, but nobody's home. Could I smoke a cigarette? And then, the next day, I wouldn't remember it, and I wouldn't go back to smoking. I mean, it would be kind of a whole, I mean, whatever. I'm not going to try because I feel like your body would kind of know. Like, all of a sudden, you'd have a craving for cigarettes that you haven't had in years, and you wouldn't know why. And then maybe like you know, I guess if I did it, I'd maybe I'd film myself the whole time. I'd be like, you know, I'd film myself. I'd slam a fifth of whiskey or whatever, and and then I'd set an alarm. I'd set an alarm next to a cigarette because I'd be blackout drunk. There's no way I'd be making good decisions. But I, you know, I think even when blacked out, I'd understand when that alarm goes off. Smoke that cigarette, and I'd film myself the whole time. Whatever, and then I'd probably puke and pass out and sleep it off, or try and sleep it off. And then here's my question, like, so I got this video of me doing it. Now, like, if I don't watch the video, maybe I would not go back to being a smoker, but if I watched that video, I would know that I did smoke a cigarette, and then I'd have to, like, go buy a pack. I mean, I don't know. Just a thought thing. All right, so I want to talk about one of the times that, you know, hadn't smoked in years, and then I went back to smoking. I don't normally say my friends' names, but I think this is okay. Just this one time, I'm, gonna, well, I'm not going to say their names, but I'm going to say their nicknames. And these are nicknames that you literally would call them to their face. Like, every time you talk to them, you would just say these names over and over. They would hear these names 50 times a day. Anyway, so I was with my two buddies, Wet Dog and Buttface, And we were hanging out, and it was awesome. And my buddy Wet Dog was trying to quit smoking, so he had like, I guess it was Nicorette. And we were hanging out, we were drinking beer, and I was like, hey, let me let me try one of your, they're not like sticks, I think they were like little squares. Let me try one of your little squares of Nicorette. And so I, he gave it to me, and I chewed on that thing for a couple minutes. I spit it out, it's not good. I spit it out, and I said, give me a cigarette. And that was the end of, I don't know how many years, let's see. I guess that was, I had quit for three years. That was the end of three years of not smoking right there. Shouldn't have, shouldn't have chewed that gum. And I guess I'll say Wet Dog was the guy who I used to bum cigarettes off of and I bought him a carton. He's a great guy. And I think he also started when he was like 13 or something and still smokes today. Whatever. Right now I probably haven't had a cigarette in, I don't know how long, is it, 10 years, 10, probably 10 heading towards 20, but, um. You know, one cool thing that the kids today will never get to experience was cigarette advertising. Like, for whatever reason, or whatever, basically, selling cigarettes before the government got crazy involved in the 80s or 90s, they made tons and tons of money. So, like, you know, if you watched a NASCAR race or something, like, all the best drivers had super cool-looking cars. They would basically look like... A cigarette pack and for whatever reason that just always looks good. So I miss all those old cigarette ads. Okay, and while I'm on the subject, uh vaping. You know, vaping's after my time. Um I don't know, like my buddy Buttface. He tried to quit smoking by vaping. I think didn't actually get him to quit, but sometimes he'd vape instead of smoke. But I believe the science on vaping is it does not cause cancer. Like, you know, smoking cigarettes I think it kills a half million people a year, so like, you know, that's almost as much as COVID has killed. So like every year, cigarettes are doing what COVID COVID does, you know. So we're, we're not we're not locking down the entire country, I guess, for smoking. Because if you did that, you would never ever unlock. But vaping does not kill you. But the thing is, is like they got vapes that are you know uh, flavored, whatever fruit flavored. I guess it's more. You know, the idea is they're, they taste better, and so kids start with vaping and then move to cigarettes. And so they've banned vaping. The FDA is—they're always trying to ban vaping. And I think you know, vaping—you know, for every kid that it kills with cancer, it probably saves a hundred adults. And uh, anyways, people don't care. People are woke. Yeah, this is another thing where people are woke. People are woke. They don't care what the science says. They don't care how many people have to die. They just want to get up on their high horse and virtue signal and say they're good and you're bad. And so it's too bad. I mean, because vaping could, I mean, it really, really could save a lot of lives. But instead, they're trying to ban it all over the place, which makes me think of snuff. I was about to say that vapes come in apricot flavor, and they probably do. But the reason I was going to say that, so this is like this is back in high school. I guess I'd done some nicotine before I was 20. And so we had, there was this stuff called snuff and you could buy it at like a smoke shop at the mall. And basically it's powdered tobacco that you snort like, you do it in a, well in like cocaine, or at least that's how we used to do it. And I remember a couple of high school friends, like they would go to the library. They had a, a study session um, class. Like basically you didn't have to go to class. You could spend it in the library and supposedly do homework. And they would go to the library and they would just see how long a line of snuff they could do, you know, like four inches, six inches, eight inch lines of snuff. And snuff is interesting. Like, even if you're a smoker, even if you're a heavy smoker, like, okay, say, if you're a smoker, you no longer get a rush from the nicotine. Like, if I had a cigarette right now, i get a big head rush from the nicotine. But by tomorrow, on my second pack, it wouldn't be doing nothing to me. But even if you're a heavy smoker, you can do a big, fat line of um, snuff And you can get that feeling like, oh yeah, that's what it's like when you start smoking. There's that nicotine rush. So anyways, back in high school we used to do that and we'd always get the apricot flavored one. Like they didn't have that many flavors. And kind of the weird thing about it was, like say you just did it in one nostril. Say you did it in your left nostril. Your left eye would turn like red. Like the veins, like crazy veins would come out of your eye. And your just eye would turn totally red. But your other eye would be totally normal and white. Unless you did an, a line with the other one. So snuff was interesting. And I think snuff is like... That's right. I was supposed to inherit a silver snuff box from a relative from like... I think like... It might have even been the 1700s. Like, whatever. I, I kind of got ripped off on all my inheritance stuff. Well, actually. All that I was ever supposed to inherit was that snuff box. And I got ripped off on that one. But anyways, I think, you know, like in 1800, uh, if you were highfalutin, you know, I mean, silver, silver ain't cheap. So if you were a highfalutin person, uh, apparently you would do some snuff. You know, they didn't have filtered cigarettes back then. They probably had to do whatever. What else about tobacco? I know some people, I didn't know they were doing, when I was a kid, some people that I know now, when I was a kid, they used to grow their own tobacco. And I don't know how that worked out, but. They didn't they didn't keep doing it. So I guess growing your own tobacco is whatever. I and mean, this is out you know, this is in the frickin' late seventies, early eighties, so it was cheaper, you know, it was cheaper to just buy tobacco. I don't know what they do now. All right, just random tobacco stories. Um there's that brand called American Spirit. It's pretty popular. And I you know, I had friends who would smoke that stuff. And I don't know, they just they packed more tobacco into those cigarettes. It was basically like two it cost a little more, but it was like two cigarettes in one, and I never liked it. But I guess you know, if I had to, if I was bumming one or whatever, I guess maybe sometimes I'd like smoke half of it and then smoke the other half later. Or I better really want to be smoking a long time with those things. And they were they were kind of sold as like if they were organic cigarettes, but they're owned by Philip Morris or whatever. Nothing, nothing, uh, whatever. Nothing non corporate about them. Another thing about smoking is can you smoke inside or do you have to go outside? And so I used to I used to enjoy both ways. Uh like I used to visit a buddy and he just he smoked inside his apartment. So I'd do the same thing. We just sit there and drink beer and just I mean hell, it'd be more than a pack a day when I was over there. But the other thing I liked was a lot of places, you know, you're at someone's house, whatever, you have to go outside to smoke. And there's just something There's something about, I don't care how much fun you're having inside of a house, you know, I don't care what you're doing, I mean, you know, within reason. Uh, It's nice to take a break from that, go out and smoke a cigarette. It's just a very relaxing, enjoyable break from whatever. No matter what, you know, like I say, almost however good that thing was, take a break. And then, you know, you'll appreciate it when you go back to it. So I used to really enjoy those, I used to really enjoy going out for a smoke. And then also, if there's other people that are smokers there, you know, someone was, someone else is going out for a smoke, well, you go out for a smoke at the same time. And there's, there's a real sense of camaraderie there that I miss that. In fact, I think there's another thing where I'm a weirdo, but um, when I'm hanging out with my friends and they go out to smoke, I go out with them. You know, it could be raining. It's cold. They're on the porch. They're bundled up. Everything is terrible. But I'll go out and hang out with them anyways because I just miss that certain kind of camaraderie that smokers have. And then finally, I think my last little story here is I went to Burning Man once, I don't know, like 20 years ago. This is a giant party, rave, festival, dance, crazy thing with whatever. People are not sober in the desert of Nevada. And at that time, I was a smoker. And so were a lot of these people. You know, they were, they were on stuff, and they were smoking. They were drinking, and they were high, and they were just smoking tons of cigarettes. But the cool thing was, you know, this is a high class of... Uh, low-class people. And in that whole desert, there wasn't a single cigarette butt on the ground. Like, you know, maybe I saw one one time, I picked it up, and I never threw one of my butts on the ground. So, I mean, that was, that really was the highest class of dirt bags. Okay, well, Twitter handle, at Religion of Woke, uh, and thanks for listening.